0: Host Aaron Ripmaster, welcome to the Man Cave. We're joining me tonight for Diz Dad's podcast number five hundred and ninety for August fifth, two thousand eighteen. Are Don Donfris?
1: Good evening, everybody.
0: Nathan Trent. Hello, humans. Ah. And Mel Oliver.
2: <laughs> hey guys, how's it going?
0: Now, tonight, we're going to wrap up the first round of the 2018 My Walt Disney World Tournament. Uh, You've heard me say this before, but we're revisiting our uh, Walt Disney World Tournament. The last time we did a a Walt Disney World Attractions Tournament was now six years ago, back in 2012. So, uh, we've decided to come back to it for 2018. Today, Tonight, we're going to wrap up the first round with the matchups in the aptly named Mel Oliver region. But before we get into that, I do need to take a minute and thank our podcast sponsor, Mousemaster Travel, an authorized Disney vacation planner. Let a Mousemaster agent take care of the stressful parts of vacation planning so you can focus on the fun. You can check them out at MousemasterTravel.com. Okay, gentlemen. We've done this three times already. Fourth times a charm, right? We'll get a, we'll get it right this time. We're going to actually get through a round without any ties. <laughs> nah, betting on it. Um, <laughs> we'll see how this goes. Now, we did uh, I did mention it's the the Mel Oliver region because uh, Mel did pick the top seed in this region during our uh, tournament draft that we kind of kicked off this series with. So uh, when we get to that, I'll, I'll toss it to Mel to get us rolling just to refresh everybody's memory. We'll toss out one of the two attractions in the matchup. Uh, I'll ask somebody to make a pick and an argument and, uh, well, you know, it just devolves from there. Uh, but yeah. when it comes to, you know, my role as the moderator, I may make an argument here or there, I may poke and prod, but generally speaking, I leave the voting up to the panel. Um, I only vote if I need to make or break a tie. And anytime we end up with a tie, I toss that to the listeners and we'll take a a listener vote, post some polls before uh, we declare a winner uh, and and, and determine who goes on to the next round. So uh, kicking off here, our first round... We have a uh, favorite from the Magic Kingdom in Splash Mountain, Mel's Top Seed, matched up against the number 16 seed from Animal Kingdom, the Maharaja Jungle Trek. So, Mel, your region. Let's hear who advances, and and I mean, it's not really that big a question here, is it? Maybe <laughs> maybe an opportunity to talk a little bit about why Splash Mountain is your number one seed in this region?
2: Yeah, I think ultimately it comes down to Splash Mountain is a great example of what Disney really does best, right? An immersive ride experience that combines a log flume, which is certainly not unique to Disney, um, but has that Disney twist on it in that it's theming. You then have the inside show scenes where there are animatronics galore, on top of also being just a fun, thrilling interaction, um, kind of one of those rite of passage experiences uh, as a, as a kid growing up riding Splash Mountain and feel like you've conquered that. Um, and then just being able to enjoy that for years and years and years and years to come. Um, so I think, That is one of the reasons, or those reasons are why, to me, this is definitely a top-seeded pick. Um, Not to throw shade on Maharaja Jungle Trek, it's beautiful. There are some incredible animals that you can enjoy um, and see. I know that they have the tiger cubs now, which I haven't had an opportunity to see yet in person, but I'm looking forward to that. So there's lots of reasons to love Maharaja Jungle Trek, but I don't think it outseeds Splash Mountain. All
0: right, so... Don or or Nate, anybody feel the urge to make a a real argument here for Maharaja Jungle Trek?
3: No. Not really, (laughs) even though it was my number 16 pick.
0: (laughs) Right. I I appreciate that, Nate, but I I think that that discretion was the better part of valor this time around. Uh, (laughs) You know, I'm a big fan of the trails. I think they're overlooked gems in a lot of ways in the animal kingdom, but It's Splash Mountain. Come on. Yep. All right. Well, hearing no objections, Splash Mountain is going to advance and we're going to get to what is quite possibly the most unusual eight, nine matchup of the entire tournament. Because, uh, in this particular, uh, you know, situation we have sort of two. Okay, guys, come on. Just, just go with me on this in a row. (laughs) We have, so the wild cards. yes, yes, definite wild cards. We have the eight seed, the Epcot flower and garden festival matched up with the number nine seed parking lot trams. All right. So we've had other transportation come up in the tournament before. This is the first time that we've had parking lot trams make the field of 64, uh, now, Nate, I, I believe that you're the one who put the Flower and Garden Festival into this tournament, so I'm going to toss this one to you to to make a pick and make an argument for one of these two competitors.
3: Okay, I I picked the Flower and Garden Festival because the between it and the Food and Wine Festival, those those are two things that really have made world showcase kind of more enjoyable for me. I'm going around visiting all the food booths. I chose flower and garden just because it, it, Epcot's pretty stunning during that time of year, whenever they're doing the festival and, uh, it sure beats the gas fumes coming off that parking lot
0: tram. (laughs) 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 All right. Now, I mean, presumably maybe somebody has an argument for parking lot trams. What What is it that lands parking lot trams in our tournament?
2: All right. So I was the one who actually made this pick. So this definitely um, is out there. But for me, the parking lot tram for a long time was the very first experience you had at Disney. Um, I didn't have the opportunity to stay at an on-site um, Disney World hotel until later In life as an adult. And so growing up, we always stayed off site. And so you drive in and you would park and you're excited and you're waiting and up pulls this tram. And there's a cast member giving a safety spiel and they honk before you go and off you go. It's your first ride at Walt Disney World. So for me, it's my own personal nostalgia, but I think that's also kind of true for a lot of other guests who go to Walt Disney World, that their first ride of the day is the parking lot tram. So it's something that, um, I don't know. To me, it's the day has started. We're going to the parks. It's going to be a great time. Right, so, so that is why I picked it.
0: So, so Mel hears that, that horn on the, on the tram announcing that it's going to going underway and he hears, you know, have fun storming the <laughs> castle. That's right. All right. So we've got the argument for flower and garden festival. We've got the argument for parking lot trams, Don who advances
1: uh flower and garden <laughs> <laughs> no offense no i i get you know and once you made your point it, it, it was like almost had me almost had me <laughs> the um, gas but, fumes are a little tough well to <laughs> there's 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 that and then like uh when it's 90 degrees out and you're sitting out in that parking lot cooking waiting for that thing to come out to you yeah that that's, not <laughs> that's
2: <laughs> it's great about seven thirty in the morning when it's oh, about yeah. 75
1: right <laughs> yeah there yeah well you know when it's 90 degrees out and you're just cooking out there yeah that's yeah i'll take the flower and garden so uh, <laughs> flower and garden for the win for uh my vote
0: all right i gotta admit i'm not not really even tempted to try to make a tie here um so we will have the eight seed uh, holding off the parking lot trams and the Epcot Flower and Garden Festival will advance uh, and we get to our 5-12 matchup, which is an interesting matchup here. Uh, we have a headliner attraction essentially for Epcot in number five seed test track matched up against an arguably underseated nighttime spectacular at Hollywood studios in star Wars, a galactic spectacular. And, uh, Don, I-, I believe it's your turn to, to get us started. So make a pick and make an argument.
1: Boy, this is a tough one. Um, I, you know, I'm going to go with, uh, the galactic spectacular um i got the chance i got the chance the last time we were there uh this past year to uh to see it and i was very impressed with it i really enjoyed it thought it was really great Loved the projections um and uh while test track is certainly a a great ride um it breaks down a lot and I, I, I I gotta, I gotta go with the star Wars. All right. So, um,
0: so we have the vote for galactic spectacular. Um, Nate or Mel, either of you here want to make an argument for test track, the, the higher seated attraction.
3: Not for me.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Mel. (laughs) I think uh, I think Star Wars wins this one as well. I think uh, I've, I've yet to have a bad experience with it. Everybody I talk to loves it. Test Track is one of those ones that can be hit or miss. So yeah, Star Wars wins it for me.
0: Yeah, you know, it, like I said, it, it was an underseated attraction. It, it's a little unusual we get a complete walkover here for a twelve over a five, but I think it might have gotten just kind of overlooked a little. It's, it's um, one of the newer nighttime spectaculars. And I got to say until happily ever after debuted, it, it had really kind of bumped itself up to the top of the charts for me. I, I was blown away by it and it's still pretty high up there for me. Um, so, you know, I, I can't really argue with it. And, and frankly, you know, I, I've tried, I really have tried to warm up to the Tron version <laughs> of uh, test track and it, it here's the frustrating part. It's frustrating when the pre-show is better than the attraction, <laughs> and that's where we are with Test Track right now. You know, the design station is the best part of the attraction anymore. Um, so I think it's probably you know the the rightful conclusion here that Star Wars: A Galactic Spectacular moves on, uh, even though it's technically an upset. And uh, we go to our five or our four thirteen matchup. Now this this is a, a very interesting thing because it's it's a matchup of two of the newest uh, Walt Disney World attractions. We have basically the newest attraction from the Magic Kingdom, the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, matched up against thirteen seed newest attraction to open in EPCOT, Frozen Ever After. And similar second gen or next gen animatronic uh, involvement in these two attractions. So, Mel, I think we've worked our way back around to you. Which of these attractions advances?
2: Man, this one is really hard for me. Um, I got to be honest, I enjoy both. I'm not like crazy about either one of them, Um, they're pretty equivalent to me. I would say, if if nothing else, if if I had to pick one over the other, I would pick Seven Doors Mine Train simply just because it's a roller coaster. Um, but beyond that, you know, it's it's smooth, it's it's fun. Uh, those cars are awful tight. <laughs> so in a <laughs> in, in, in a perfect world, I, I wish the uh, the cars were a bit a bit larger. But yeah, if I had to pick one over the other, I think I think Seven doors wins it for me
0: okay so we get um maybe a, a bit of a tepid endorsement but a vote nonetheless from mel for seven dwarfs Mind train um you know nate or don either of you want to make an argument for frozen ever after
1: um no i i, I mean i i, I kind of agree with mel that they're neither one of them is outstanding um you know, but um, the the mine train for me, yeah, roller coaster. But I'm with him too. That it's <laughs> I'm I'm a big guy and it, uh a little tight fit in there.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, you know, Nate, you're gonna try and and defend the honor of the Frozen Sisters.
3: Lord, no. This is my Seven Doors Mine Train. Up that little uh, section with the seven dwarfs there, where it slows down, that, 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 that those animatronics are just pretty awesome. A lot better than the Frozen sisters,
0: <laughs> right? Well, you know, I, I can't really argue with you there. I mean, <laughs> I, I want to. I, I want to make an argument for Frozen Ever After. It's a uh, for a retrofit attraction. It was pretty ambitious, um, and I think they did a, a pretty pretty nice job of fitting in as much as they fit in in a relatively limited amount of space they had to work with. Certainly an upgrade over, you know, emaciated polar bears. But at the end of the day, you know, the biggest problem is both of these attractions suffer from the same, uh, you know, difficulty in terms of long, long line for a short ride. Tough to get fast pass. But I think that ultimately what does it for me is that test tracks or test track that, uh, frozen ever afters reliability has been spotty and there is nothing more miserable than being in the standby line for frozen ever after when it breaks down, because, you know, it, it, it they tend to be like 20 minute breakdowns, right? They get it dealt with, they get it back online, but oh, it takes forever. It just, and, and I don't know why it is. Cause a could good, good chunk of that queue is, is indoors, but it's just, it's, it's like not well ventilated indoors. So it just always yeah. seems oppressively muggy in there. Is it just me? That, no.
1: that line seems to move really slow. You know, uh, I we we're in it. It it was just like God. You you just felt like you didn't move, didn't move, didn't move, didn't move. <laughs> yeah, you right, know,
0: right, exactly, exactly. So that alone, I have to agree, and I have to say, you know, guys made the right call. Seven Dwarfs moves ahead, despite its flaws, perhaps.
1: Um, yep. All
0: right. So now we go down to the bottom half of the bracket, and um we get a couple of you know interestingly enough neither of these is an opening day attraction but both are sort of rich parts of the magic kingdom's history we have the 6 seed big thunder mountain railroad matched up with the 11 seed carousel of progress and uh i think we're at nate here um so you know, Nate, we've got Big Thunder. We've got Carousel of Progress. Who should advance and why?
3: You know, I love me some Carousel of Progress, but you got to go with the wildest ride in the wilderness. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is one of my – both of my son's favorite coaster out of all of them, and we just have a blast riding it. Uh, I remember some of our trips when they were littler and the, the parade was going on or fireworks, and we we would just leave the execute, get right back in, and get straight back on and ride right as many times as we could. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. All right. So Nate goes for the sort of family nostalgia, family memories of Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Uh, Mel, Don, anybody want to make a, an argument for the? Big, bright, beautiful tomorrow.
1: I will. Okay, so let's hear I it. I think, um, while I, I do enjoy Big Thunder Mountain. Um, to me, Carousel Progress is, while it's not an original thing to there, it's pure Disney. It is, you know, Walt telling a story, you know, and, uh, as hokey as it is, and yeah, I could use an update. Um, it's still, anytime we're there and it's open, I got to go on it. If I miss big Thunder Mountain, well, it's not the worst thing in the world, but I always, you know, always make an effort to do Carousel Progress.
0: Okay. So Mel, we're going to come, come to you here. Now we've got family nostalgia from Nathan. We've got sort of, uh, Walt nostalgia from Don, what sways you?
2: I am going to be pulled, uh, in the Walt nostalgia direction. Um, I think we, in my opinion, should have an upset here. Um, I think I agree. Big Thunder Mountain's a lot of fun. There are not a whole lot of things that still are around, especially in Florida and Walt Disney world that, Who's kind of the Walt's view of the world except Carousel Progress. And I think that's that's pretty meaningful.
0: Wow, I'm really torn here. <laughs> uh, well, because here's what it comes down to for me and, and what's so challenging for me. Uh, on the one hand, I, I totally get what uh, you're saying in terms of, you know, Carousel being that that last sort of last vestige of Walt in the park, right? Um, but that said, it really does desperately need an update. There really are parts of that show that are, have reached the point that they're almost uncomfortable. Um, you know, they just they don't ring modern. They don't they don't connect.
1: Yeah, especially the older ones or, or the
0: well the newer
1: the newer. I'm sorry, what I meant is the the newer.
0: Yeah, the more uh, recent.
1: The, the most recent scenes, yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I, I, I see your point there, but yeah, they just they, they they
0: feel, and 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 you you're right to some extent that it's just a matter of of you know updates, and and here but and then the, the other piece to this is Big Thunder. Not only is it a coaster that um, you know I have fond memories, kind of like Nate does of riding with the kids. It's you know my son really likes the Big Thunder in particular, and there's that little extra bonus. Of being able to time it right so you can watch the fireworks from Big Thunder, which you don't really have that from, from Carousel now. On the other hand, Carousel has great air conditioning, and when it's really hot, <laughs> I mean, you can take some serious naps in Carousel because it takes a while to make that complete cycle. Um, so, so it's a tough call. I, I think that it's a tough enough call that I'm going to make a tie here. I'm going to cast my ballot for Big Gunder. I can see arguments on both sides, and I think it's close enough that we ought to let the listeners make the call. So I'm going to use my host prerogative, make a tie, and, you know, listeners, we need your help. Uh, you're going to have to choose for us and see who advances to round two to face. Very interesting matchup here. On the one hand, we have uh, one of the great themed attractions really in all of Walt Disney World based on our previous poll or our previous tournament, which is the number three seed, the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror in Hollywood Studios. It's matched up with a, a 14 seed that is another example of an attraction that is so unique, it's really hard to see it as a 14 seed, like quality wise, it seems like it ought to be higher because we have voices of Liberty from the American adventure pavilion in Epcot. So, um, see, I believe that at this point, Don, you're on the spot. Is that yep. right? All right. So Don voices of Liberty or the twilight zone tower of terror. While
1: voices of Liberty is a cat miss for our family um for whatever reason the wife daughter and me uh all really enjoy it always make an effort to see one of their performances i just tower of terror to me is just the ultimate ride as far as the immersiveness of it the uh the uniqueness of it the the theming from start i mean from as soon as you start walking in there all the way through and and the way the, the cast members, uh, for the most part, totally get into it and, and totally bring the whole thing in. Um, I, I gotta go tower of terror.
0: All right. So, uh, we get from Don, the argument for the themed attraction in tower of terror, uh, you know, Nate, Mel, somebody going to speak up for live entertainment here?
2: So I will say on Voices of Liberty, like one of the things is that all of the performers of Walt Disney World are incredibly talented. The members of Voices of Liberty are kind of on a class of their own. In my opinion, many of them are actually part of other acapella groups do significant recording things like that so my family has actually kind of followed them beyond that and really enjoyed a lot of the music um that they've put out so it's always really enjoyable to go to see them live um, and just get to experience that quality of uh artistry in person but <laughs> 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 and i totally agree with don I don't know that you can really make a case against Tower of Terror. Honestly, Tower of Terror could have been a one seed, in my opinion. It's up there in terms of attractions and just overall experiences at Walt Disney World. Um, And, you know, at least within the U.S., parks now is a completely unique experience. I realize that the one at California Adventure didn't quite have the same level of uh, show that the one at Walt Disney World had. But really, if you want to ride Tower of Terror without having to cross an ocean, your only option now is to go to a Walt Disney World. So I kind of think that reason as well um, makes this one, I think, a contender to go pretty far in this tournament.
0: Okay. So, you know, even even uh, a, a big fan of Voices of Liberty who follows their voices outside of the parks, you know, it's a Sormixalot-sized butt here, <laughs> but it's up against <laughs> Twilight Zone. So, uh, I don't know, Nate? You gonna gonna give me a chance to save Voices of Liberty?
3: Voices of Liberty is my pick, but uh, it's kind of hard. I mean, that they're right. The Tower of the Ter- Tower of Terror is a uh, theming wise is just an awesome ride. Let me think here, a sec. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I'm not terribly upset if I miss Tower of Terror. <laughs> <laughs> And I always see Voices of Liberty. I had an opportunity. Our family got chosen for a magical moment, and we got to be the uh, family of the day for a performance of Voices of Liberty. And we got to sit upstairs, and the and the sound up there was just you know, all those voices were just crystal clear up on the upper level. And uh, I'm going to vote for my my pick. So yeah, Voices right. of Liberty. All
0: right. This is so interesting. Two votes for <laughs> I like Tower. This. We have one vote for voices. It's tower. I, as much as I'm tempted, <laughs> as much as I'm tempted, first of all, tower of terror is, is my daughter's favorite attraction in, in Hollywood studios. Um, now, on the other hand, my son won't actually go all the way down to where the attraction is. He doesn't like to be in its shadow <laughs> even. Um, but, you know, that aside, it, it's it's just, it, it's a buzzsaw. Um, sorry, voices, you know, they are incredibly talented. They put on a great show, but it, it's Twilight Zone, Tower of Terror, probably underseated at a three scene.
3: <laughs> and it is a park icon now.
0: Yes, it is. <laughs> Um, which is probably a good thing because you know the the weird thing. I mean, it's it's getting to the point here soon where Tower of Terror is the sort of off theme attraction of Hollywood Studios. <laughs> yeah, that that's, doesn't fit.
1: Right, right.
0: Um, so that that'll be interesting going down you know down the road here somewhere. But all right. So next up is a seven ten matchup of classics. Uh, I, I really I'm I'm looking forward to hearing the arguments here because. The number seven seed, Jungle Cruise, is matched up against Old Band Aid, the monorail. <laughs> so, uh, let see, I guess it's, it's uh,
1: Mel. Mel, Mel. That's yep, I'm right. Up.
0: All right. So, Mel, you're up. So, who's it going to be? The Man. classic in the park or the classic outside the park?
2: Gosh, this is rough. So now if if I was going solely on my, my daughter, now keep in mind my daughter is two and a half. We were there in September and we were leaving the Magic Kingdom and the Resort Loop monorail goes by and she goes, hey daddy, that's my friend the monorail right there. So uh, <laughs> she would be probably disappointed if I didn't pick her friend the monorail. Um, man, this is tough because I I love the Jungle Cruise. I love just how dry it is. And when you get a great skipper – that experience is outstanding it's so much fun but then you can also have a lousy skipper and it's not as great the hard thing with the monorail i love watching the monorail i don't particularly love riding the monorail the experience on there lately has not been awesome it's packed it's hot it's broken all that kind of stuff so unfortunately i think I'm going to have to go against my, my daughter's better judgment here. And, uh, I'm going to go with the jungle cruise. Now, if we end up getting, uh, the rumored, uh, new monorails that are out there, um, in a couple of years, my vote might be different. Um, but given the current state of the monorail, I think, uh, jungle cruise is my vote.
0: Okay. So maybe not the most ringing endorsement for it, but Mel makes the, the choice of jungle cruise, um, you know, Nate, Don, anybody going to stick up for, uh, the monorail here?
1: I'm not. <laughs> 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 I, I mean, no, I, the, me the jungle cruise. And then especially like when you get to do the, uh, 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 the Christmas overlays, the jingle jungle cruise, that can be fun. You know, um, monorail is nice and unique, you know, but, uh, not always the most pleasant experience, you know, when you're walking out of there at closing time and it's packed to the gills and you're face to face with people that you'd rather not be with. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah. Nate, you going to stick up for the honor of old bandaid?
3: I would love to. Uh, <laughs> that doesn't
0: you know, sound it, like it's it, going to go it, that way. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's the only ride inside a park that you don't have to buy admission for <laughs> it goes inside epcot that's but, right <laughs> uh just because the state of disrepair it's falling into lately uh and i love a dad joke so uh <laughs> i'm gonna go with jungle cruise
0: yeah, no. I mean, I, look, bottom line is I, I got to say that y'all made the right choice. It's a unanimous vote. All everybody ultimately comes down in favor of Jungle Cruise. And look, this is on Monorail, right? This could have been close. But in the current state of repair that you find the Monorail, y- you can't really make the argument. Um hopefully hopefully soon, right? That's all we can say. Yeah. Um All right. So we have our last matchup. This is the very last first round matchup, two seed versus 15. We have the signature attraction of Disney's Animal Kingdom in Kilimanjaro Safaris matched up against the 15 seed and and probably a bit low, you know, a bit of a low seed for this particular attraction, Town Square Mickey, you know, classic Mickey Mouse. So is it? new school animal kingdom kilimanjaro safari or old school mickey mouse don
1: don is going with kilimanjaro safari last time we were on it this past trip was awesome all the animals were out tiger was up on his or the lion was up on his on his rock and he was roaring up a uh, talking like crazy um, classic town, Mickey. Yeah, it's nice and it's cool, but uh, I, I think the safari is my pick for sure.
0: Okay, uh, so we've got a, a enthusiastic support there for Kilimanjaro Safari from Don. Um, Nate, you have the same kind of love for Animal Kingdom.
3: Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. This would be a tougher matchup if. Mickey hadn't been muted but he's been muted so <laughs> I've gotta go with the the biggest attraction in all the kingdom
0: <laughs> okay okay uh so it's 20 mel is it a clean sweep or are you going to stick up for town square mickey
2: <clears throat> you know i i think i am going to go with kilimanjaro um you know my my vote is definitely Kilimanjaro. It is, uh, it's unlike anything else that you can really do, um, in a lot of places to the, to the level of quality that Walt Disney world offers it to be an animal kingdom. Now I will say, um, as, uh, Nate alluded to, I'm pretty sad. They, they muted town square Mickey. Um, the first thing that I ever got to do <coughs> taking my daughter to Walt Disney world was go meet town square Mickey. Um, and that was, that was really cool. Um, but, now that he doesn't talk, it just it doesn't hold up to snuff. Now I'm trying to remember when we uh, looked at the original bracket. Was Town Square Mickey the only character meet that made this made this uh, tournament?
0: Um, yes. I yeah, so I believe so.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah, none of the princesses made it.
2: Gotcha. Well, yeah my my vote is a clean sweep. Kilimanjaro safaris.
0: All right. Uh, so. Kilimanjaro safaris will advance the second round. No real pressure from Town Square Mickey. So uh, this round cleans up a little bit quicker maybe than we expected, but uh, we get uh, just a quick recap here. Splash Mountain unanimously advancing against the number 16 Maharaja Jungle Trek. Epcot Flower and Garden Festival with a clear win over the parking lot trams. Um, (laughs) We get our big upset of this region from the number 12 seed Star Wars, a galactic spectacular with a clean sweep win over test track. Then uh, the four seed seven dwarfs mind train um, with, you know, some mild struggles, but ultimately a a clean sweep win over frozen ever after. Uh, We have our one tie in this region in the 6-11 matchup between Big Thunder Mountain Railroad and Carousel of Progress so we'll need listener help to figure out who advances there whoever does advance will face number 3 seed Twilight Zone Tower of Terror that uh, managed to advance against Voices of Liberty uh, you know Voices of Liberty it, it was like Voices of Liberty was that underdog in the first round that you know pushes the favorite to overtime cuz everybody had great things to say about Voices of Liberty and then finished their statement with, but I'm voting for Twilight. So... <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we have a seven ten that came out chalk jungle cruise advances over monorail. Look monorails in too big a state of disrepair to, to catch a vote and Kilimanjaro Safari holds seed and advances against the now mute town square Mickey. So uh, let me turn back to the to the panel here and and ask you know now that we've been through this this round uh, anything about this round that stands out to you as either um you know more challenging to make up your mind than you thought it might be or um you know outcome maybe not quite what you thought it might be
1: um I would have thought you know test track might have done better um but you know, I voted against it anyway, but you know <laughs> i <laughs> um, but that was me, so well, I, I, I
0: hear what you're saying though I mean it was to me also a little bit surprising that there wasn't a better argument to be made for test track
1: you know i think I think in its past reincarnation, backwards kind of wording, but uh in its past, I think it might have done a little better. I think none of us are as enthusiastic about the the change
0: i think that's a fair say. assessment
1: <laughs> so um other than that i think i was i was pretty sure on most of them you know how i felt about them so
0: <laughs> all right all right uh so nate how about you anything catch you off guard surprise you come out differently than you thought it might
3: uh I did a lot better tonight than I did the other night when I was voting. (laughs) I had a Canadian and a nemesis voting against me, so (laughs) yeah. um, No, everything went pretty much like I I didn't expect the tie between Big Thunder and Carousel, but I guess I should
2: have.
0: Okay, okay. Uh, And how about you, Mel? Any anything? surprise you anything not go quite the way you thought it might
2: i mean i thought the trams were going to sweep the whole tournament so yeah i'm pretty (laughs) i'm pretty heartbroken at this point (laughs) you know uh you know the one that the one that i'm totally not surprised didn't go this way but i wish we could say otherwise was our vote on the monorail um it bums me out that we all have the opinion that we do of it and i think it's the right opinion um so that's just my hope, I hope that whole system gets gets turned around. There's been churning the last couple of uh, of months that there might be um, a, f- a new future, maybe some new vehicles coming to that. So I'm excited to see and hope that maybe by the, uh, the 50th anniversary timeline down there that um, we'll have some new monorails to hopefully not have to bash on quite to the level that unfortunately <laughs> we do right now.
0: Yeah, I, I would concur. I, I think the the one thing that that caught my attention, um, well, first of all, the the matchup between Big Thunder and Carousel of Progress, the one that that ended up in a tie, it caught me a little off guard, and and it wasn't until I started thinking about casting a vote that I realized just how tough a call it was between those two. Um, you know, six eleven seed, but a much closer call than that. So that that one. Uh, did catch me in. And, and I have to agree that, you know, I was surprised that Test Track, you know, once you actually thought about it in real terms, in a real matchup, it, there just wasn't a stronger case to be made for it. And, and I think, I think Don's right. I think the previous version of Test Track would have had a better argument. Um, all right. Well, you know, you all have heard us arguing back and forth about all these. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear whether we got it right. What do you think? You can email us at podcast at DizDads.com, visit our blog, DizDads.com, tweet us at DizDads Podcast on Twitter, or visit us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash DizDads Podcast. If you got an extra minute, it would be great if you could leave a review for us, particularly on iTunes or uh, Apple Podcasts. Uh, those reviews seem to make the biggest impact on making it easier for new listeners to find the show. So, um, you know, if you could take a minute, tell people what you thought of the show, and uh, maybe make it a little easier for somebody else to uh, catch uh, an episode and and get involved, um, that would be just fantastic. Now, if you didn't like the show so much, just forget I mentioned it. (laughs) But uh, until next time, I've been Aaron Rittmaster with Don Donfris.
1: Good night, everybody.
0: Nathan Trent are ah, humans ah! <laughs> and the bracket namesake himself Mel Oliver see you real soon folks our outro music is Whiskey on the Mississippi by Kevin McLeod. he makes his music available under a Creative Commons license by attribution at incompetech.com thanks for the song Kevin